Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. All right, great. Uh, welcome to Spotlight. Um, sometimes I don't hear the music as we get started, so but we are here today. I'm re- ready to go, and I'm so thrilled to talk to you today about the emotions that keep you from accessing your intuition. So first of all, this is a, a subject I am so passionate about. As many of you know, I wrote the book, Soul Intuition, I have been speaking on stages all over the world on intuition. I get interviewed regularly on this. So why is intuition so important? Why do I feel so passionate about intuition and what is it? So let's just go over some of these. Some of you may have been following me for a while. Some of you may have heard past shows and already know this. Such valuable information. So write this down. Intuition Intuition is your connection to your subconscious. So your subconscious is your part of your brain that knows no limits. It is unlimited. It it knows your potential, right? So sometimes when we operate from our conscious brain, from that part of the brain that only is based on experiences and things that we've known from the past, we're so limited because we can't see beyond what we know. So intuition is beautiful because it allows us to access that subconscious. So intuition is a connection to the subconscious. Intuition is a connection to your inner knowing. So write that down. Intuition is a connection to your inner knowing. What does that mean? Well, how many times have you gotten a gut feeling before? You felt something in your heart or you felt inspired to do something and you just didn't know why or you didn't understand like where this came from, but you just got a feeling to do something. That's your inner knowing. That's what your your intuition connects you with. It's that guidance system. It's that compass that leads you and directs you. So, again, intuition is a connection to your subconscious, that part of your brain that knows no limits. Intuition is a connection to your inner knowing, that part of you that gets that gut feeling or that, that idea or that warm fuzzy in your heart that inspires you to do something. And then the third thing is that intuition is a connection to your higher self. Intuition is a connection to your higher self. What does that mean? Well, you have within you this best and highest version of yourself, a version of yourself that acts from unconditional love, that acts uh, from a place of, of coming from knowing what your purpose and your potential and your mission is. So intuition will help you connect or access to that. And it's so important to have intuition and to operate from intuition because everybody's going to have a different idea of what is right. And there is no one size fits all for everybody. Somebody else's answer for how they should live their life in a way that's going to help them feel successful and happy is not necessarily your answer for the way that you need to live your life or the things that you need to do that will lead to your success and happiness. And yes, there are certain principles that if you live by those principles, you're going to feel more success. You're going to feel more happiness. But you know what I'm talking about. Have you ever had something happen in your personal life or your professional life and you just don't know what to do? And so you start asking people for advice and everybody has a different idea of what you should do. And then by the time you ask all those people, you're more confused than when you started. This is actually really common. I was just reading the other day, there was a study done I took a group of people that were looking for an answer. (laughs) They had a question. They were looking for feedback on what to do. And so the research took this study group of people, and they went out and asked generally to other people, what should I do? And they found that the more people they asked, the more confused that these participants got, the less clarity that they had. So it doesn't always necessarily, it's not always necessarily a good thing to ask a lot of people for feedback or advice on what you should do because they have a different answer, something that's going to work for them. It is important to have guides and mentors and people that you look up to, but in the end, when you use and access your intuition and when you're able to have trust and confidence 
in decisions that you make. And when you know and can feel that you can access the answers that are right for you, that blueprint for your success and happiness, then you're going to find greater success and happiness. I just want to share a couple of, of instances about how this has shown up in my life. And again, if you've been following me for a while, you may have heard this story, but it's such a beautiful example of using intuition. And I remember when uh, I was at the end of my 20-year marriage and was trying to decide whether it was time to graduate or not. I was so confused and I was asking all the people around me what I should do. And everybody had a different answer. My parents had one answer. Uh, The people at church had another answer. My friends had different answers. You know, some people said, well, you should stick it out no matter what. Just got to endure to the end. And some people said, well, yeah, you should get a divorce right away. And by the way, you should be really mean about it. And you need to be aggressive about it. And, and everybody had these different ideas. And I got so confused. And write this down. The definition of hell, one of the definitions of hell is lack of progress. Hell is lack of progress. It's being stuck. That's when we feel this hell in our life. And for me, it was so prominent in my life. I felt so stuck and it created this deep depression in me and it created this space where I just was so confused. And um, I remember the moment when I woke up in bed one morning and just prayed, God, do you, do you even love me still? Just at that moment, the sun hit the blind just right, came in and shone on my face and I got the idea to go up to the top of the mountain with a notebook and write myself a letter from from my inner self, from my inner knowing, from God, from source, and using my intuition to answer and tap into those questions. And I remember as I wrote that letter and wrote, Dear Allison, all the answers flowed through. Everything that was right for me, everything that I needed for my success and happiness flowed through that letter. And, and I knew that it was just time. It was time to graduate from this relationship. And as I hiked down the mountain, I, with each step, I gained more and more courage. And it's so beautiful because as I acted on that, now I'm in a space where I'm in a beautiful soul partnership. He's remarried to somebody that's just perfect for him. Our kids are happier. Life is so much better because I followed through on that intuitive idea. Now this has shown up in my business before too. I recently was, um, was visiting uh, Arizona and staying in a hotel. And, and I talk about three eyes. I'm going to digress for just a minute here. I talk about three eyes to increase your intuition. And number one is intention. Number two is inquiry. And number three is inspired action. So one of the things I do is when I figure out what I want to gain in life or when I figure out the direction I want to go, go in, I write an intention and then I form it into a question and um, so that I can access my, my intuition. I always read this question right before I go to bed. Five minutes before you go to bed the most important part of the day. That's when you're going to access and activate your intuition, your subconscious to work throughout the night. And I remember asking this question, how can I connect with influential people and help them in a way that they can impact the world even more? And I remember I asked that question. I woke up at 3.30 in the morning and had this idea pop into my mind of check your Facebook. Now, I've worked really hard in a long time on not checking my Facebook not waking up and having that be the first thing I do in the morning. But I had that idea. I could tell it was my intuition. It was that feeling that was in my gut, my heart. And so I knew it wasn't coming from my head. And I hopped on social media and happened to see that one of my dear friends, who's this powerful influencer, has one of the top podcasts in the nation and has um, done many amazing things, including running millionaire masterminds and speaking on major stages. I saw a picture of him. And he was at a pool, and the towel behind his head was the same towel that was at the pool I'd been at earlier today at the hotel in Phoenix. And so I reached out to him, and turned out he was there. And we were able to connect that day, and it led to some beautiful things where I was able to help him grow his impact on the world. And I also received um, some financial gain from that as well. So it was just a beautiful experience. example of how intuition works. So this is why intuition is important, because we're going to get those thoughts, those ideas, those inspirations that are going to help us to be happier and successful in our personal life and our professional life. But today I want to I want to talk about the three emotions that keep us from accessing this intuition. We all want to live intuitively. I don't know anybody who doesn't want more clarity and confidence 
and doesn't want to feel like they can have the answers to any question that they have, and they just know with confidence the direction that they need to go in their relationships and their personal lives and their businesses. So, but there are three things that I see that keep people from accessing the intuition, that keeps them from experiencing the trust that they need in themselves to be able to move forward. And I want you to write these down, and we're going to talk about these today, and how to be able to recognize them, and then how to be able to release them. So the three emotions are fear, helplessness, and hopelessness. So if you're feeling fearful, helpless, or hopeless, fear, helplessness, and hopelessness are the three emotions that will prevent you, block you from accessing your intuition. So we're going to talk about these one by one. But first of all, I want you to ask yourself, and and maybe just think about an area in your life. What is an area in your life where you're wanting to access your intuition? What area of your life are you feeling confusion? Are you feeling stuck? Is it in a relationship? Is it in your business? Where, Where in your life are you feeling stuck right now? And then I want you to think about which of these emotions is preventing you from accessing that intuition in that area of your life where you're feeling stuck? Are you feeling afraid? Are you feeling fear? Are you feeling hopeless? Or are you feeling helpless? And maybe some of you are saying, I'm experiencing all three. That's great. But there's usually one that's affecting or impacting you more than the others. There's usually one that's affecting you or impacting you more than the others. So it's really important to be able to identify this. So for me, in the example that I told you before, where I was trying to decide if I needed to graduate from this 20-year relationship, the emotion that was keeping me stuck was fear. I was so afraid that I was going to make the wrong choice. I had massive fear that I was going to be homeless on the street if I got divorced, which now I laugh about because I look back and I'm like, wait, I was making plenty of money. I, I know now that I'm always going to be taken care of, but at the time, I was so afraid. I was afraid that I was going to mess up my kids for the rest of their life. I was afraid that I was going to be you know, ruining my chances in heaven because I wasn't sticking this out and staying married. There were so many things that I was just so afraid of and that Fear blocked me from accessing my intuition. That fear prevented me. Now, there's been some times where helplessness has been what has been blocking me and keeping me from moving forward. There are times when I've had a business goal or an intention where I want to accomplish major things. I have maybe it's a monetary goal. There have been times in the past where I've had monetary goals, and I'm like, oh, I just don't know how to do that. I have no idea. I can't do that. And when we say I have no idea, it shuts off our brain. I, I don't know how to do that. I can't do that. I see this with my clients all the time. And, and one of the most common ways that I see this is with technology. I know it sounds interesting and funny, but there are so many times where I hear people say, well, I'd really love to grow my reach through social media, but I just, I don't know how to handle the technology. I don't know how to do it. Right? As soon as they get into that victim mode, as soon as they get into that helpless mode, then of course their intuition is going to be shut off. They're telling themselves they can't do something. They're giving their brain the feedback that you can't do this, that you aren't good enough, that you can't figure this out. So, of course, the brain's not going to try and find a solution. That subconscious is not going to look for a solution to a problem which it feels like it can't solve. So helplessness will keep you blocked out. The other one is hopelessness, okay? And then, again, this is another victim mentality. Oh, it's hopeless. There's no use in doing this. Nothing's going to change anyway. And this is one that oftentimes stems from, from depression. So I want you just to think about in that area or that goal or that part of your life in which you're feeling stuck, in which you're feeling like you aren't getting the answers that you're looking for, you're lacking clarity, you're feeling confused. Is it fear? Is it helplessness? Hopelessness that's keeping you stuck. And here's an interesting way to be able to determine which one it is. Okay, here's an interesting way to be able to determine which one it is. 
I like to use a technique called muscle testing. For those of you who don't know what muscle testing is, I'll give you a brief overview. Uh, they've been able to, science has been able to recently measure your thought field. There are scientific instruments that can measure the um, energetic field around your body when you're thinking certain thoughts and feeling certain emotions. And if the thoughts and emotions aren't serving you, meaning that they're um, preventing you from feeling confident and empowered, so feelings like guilt and shame and sorrow, those things will actually have a lower frequency around your body than feelings of love and empowerment and um, hope. Those have a higher frequency. So when you have this higher frequency around your body, your body's actually physically stronger. And when you have a lower frequency or something that's not serving your body or that's not true, you have a lower frequency. And so it will actually weaken your body. And there's some crazy things that I do during, um, during live events and workshops that I can actually show this live demonstration where people have less physical strength when they are thinking something or feeling something that's not serving them or empowering them. So if you're interested and curious on that, go ahead and look that up online. I don't want to talk more about it now, but, but here's the test you can do because oftentimes our brain is programmed to protect us. So there are some times when helplessness has been the true emotion, but, I'm, but I think, oh, well, it's really fear. But it's actually helplessness. How do I know this? Because I take my hand, and I want you to think of making an okay sign with each hand, right? You're going to connect your first finger, your pointer finger and your thumb with your right hand and your left hand, and then you're going to connect those together. So you have your circles connected and linked together. And you just ask yourself, is this fear? Yes. And then pull your hands apart. Now, if you can't pull your um, circles apart, if your fingers stay strong, then it is fear. If you ask, is this helplessness, yes or no, and you pull your fingers and they come apart as you pull the two okay signs <laughs> apart, then you know that it's actually not helplessness. If you say, is this hopelessness, yes or no, and again, if it's strong, it is, and if it's weak, it's not. So again, just a little extra exercise that you can do to make sure that your brain's not tricking you to make sure that you really know that fear is it hopelessness or is it helplessness. So identify what emotion is linked to keeping you from moving forward right now. And we're going to go into, in just a minute here, we're going to go into how to release this emotion once you've recognized it. But again, the first step, and I said again, but I don't think I've mentioned this yet, the first step in being able to release an emotion that's blocking us or stopping us from accessing our intuition is to recognize it. <laughs> How often do we feel something, but because it's painful or because we don't want to deal with it or because it's not something that is fun and happy, we just ignore it and we don't even really take time to recognize that that's what's coming up for us. As long as we do that, then we aren't going to be able to release it. You have to recognize something before you can release it. So write down, what is it? Is it fear, helplessness, or hopelessness? And here joining me today, um, I have the beautiful Lori Richens. When we come back, I'm going to ask Lori to to help us. And, and she's experienced things in the past where she's not been able to access her intuition, where she's felt stuck, where she's felt helpless, hopeless, or fearful. I'm going to have her share with you an example of where this has kept her stuck in her life as well. And then we're going to walk through how to be able to release the negative emotion that you're feeling so that you can access your intuition. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. If you're just joining us, today we're talking about the three negative emotions that will prevent you or block you from accessing your intuition that will keep you from getting the clarity that you want and being able to feel like you can fully trust yourself. And those three negative emotions that we talked about are fear, helplessness, and hopelessness. So think about those times in your life where you felt the fear, the helplessness, or hopelessness, how that blocked you from moving forward. So what I'd like to do now is I've invited Lori to share with us a time where she has felt um, that, that those emotions or one of those emotions have blocked her and her intuition to moving forward. And then I'm going to share with you some steps and some tips to be able to help release those emotions. Lori's going to weigh in on that as well. So you're going to have some incredible tools to be able to release these negative emotions so that you can access your intuition. But welcome to the show, Lori Richens. Lori, so glad to have you here. Oh, I am so pleased to be here, and I love coming in and bringing in the family perspective, and your topic is exceptional. It's caused me to be really thinking about some life experiences that I've had that have blocked me from following my um, intuition, and uh, you kind of set the stage for me to share an experience that I encountered, and so um, I actually have three that I, I'm going to get uh, to throughout your show, but I just want to tap into one to, to build upon what you've already placed in into motion, and um, this was when I was a young mother many years ago, and I had three or four small children, and I was at like a Michael's craft store, something like that. I was living in Springfield, Oregon at the time, and all of my children were at home being tended to by my husband, and I was relishing the time that I was walking through the aisles without children in my cart and grabbing at beads and fabric and all the things that little ones do. And I was really just enjoying and savoring this quiet time. And my mind was creative thinking about things that I could be doing later. And this intuitive feeling came to me that I needed to go home. And the, um, the, the things that I want to talk about today are what are the three Fs that keep you from following your intuition? Once you actually access it, what keeps you from following it? And so this is my first F. It's when you feel foolish. And in my mind, even though I had this strong feeling that I needed to go home, it seemed senseless because I was... Um, basically annulling this feeling that was coming, thinking my husband is perfectly capable of taking care of our children. They're all in good hands. They're fine. So I just kept pushing my cart through the store and I did not follow my intuition because I felt foolish. Now there's more to this story, but I'm going to turn it over to you, Allison, and we're going to talk about ways that we can release that fear because we don't always have or that feeling that we have. We don't always have evidence 
right away as to why we're supposed to do something. So we might be feeling kind of silly, foolish, and it keeps us from acting on that intuition. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and I really appreciate you bringing that up. And for me, sometimes when I fear, feel foolishness, I also feel fear too <laughs> and think, oh, I'm afraid of yeah. going to look foolish. And uh, there was a there was a time that's just brought to my mind. There was a time when I had a, a dear friend and um, she lived in my neighborhood. And one day I just got this idea to make her cookies and bring them over to her house. And this was an interesting idea. I really didn't have time to do it. And um, I, she was she was a healthier person, you know, she, she tended to eat healthy. And I thought, well, would it be silly? Would, I be, would it be foolish if I brought her over cookies? You know, I just show up at her door and I'm like, hey, here's some cookies. And I thought, well, you know, it can hurt. I, I'll, I'll make cookies anyway. I'll give some to my kids. I'll spring some over. And I remember it was so funny looking back now, but walking towards her house and up to her door, I'm like, oh, what's she going to think? Is this going to be weird? Am I going to look like a fool? You know, and I, this fear, this foolishness kind of washed over me. And I, I, I knocked on the door and her daughter answered the door. And her, her daughter was about seven or eight at the time. And uh, she said, yeah, my mom's not here. She's out with my dad for her birthday. And um, she's going to be so happy that you brought her cookies. She was so sad that none of her friends remembered her birthday. And I hadn't consciously remembered that it was her birthday, but it was her birthday that day. And she just sent me a message the next day and said, thank you so much. It meant so much that you would bring over cookies to me yesterday. And and I never told her that I, I didn't know that it was her birthday. Um, She never asked. I would have told her had she asked, you know, did you know it was my birthday? But I just felt like, wow, our intuition really will lead us and guide us. And not only for our sakes, but also for our families and our friends' sakes, that we can be an instrument and be able to um, help those that we really love and that we really care about. So that's beautiful. All right, so I want to get into this exercise of being able to release these negative emotions. How do you do it? How do you let go of the the fear, the helplessness, or the hopelessness? How do you let go of, and Lori's going to be talking about some Fs that help us, that prevent us from moving forward, and she'll be sharing some tools and techniques with us as well. But the one thing that I've really learned that helps me is to recognize that the true problem does not lie on the surface. The true problem does not lie on the surface. And what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is usually what's preventing us from accessing our intuition, what we really think we're afraid of is not what our mind's telling us we're afraid of. The reason why we feel helpless is not really the first answer that our brain's giving us or the reason why we feel hopeless. And let me explain the situation. I just want to share with you a situation that happened, and then I'll share with you the exercise that you can do to be able to really identify what is at the root of whatever's holding you back. And again, I just want to reiterate, so beautiful. Our brains are wired to protect us. Our brains are wired to protect us, and often the true answer our brains say, oh, this, is, this hurts, this hurts, this hurts, so I'm going to give this fake answer of why you're feeling fearful or frustrated or hopeless or helpless. And um, as Lori mentioned, you know, intuition and family and especially being a mom, intuition has been so important for me in my life. And my daughter went through a phase where she was really struggling <laughs> as a teenager. I don't know if any of you have had teenagers before. Sometimes they go through phases. I remember my daughter at the time was about 13 years old and um, we had just sat down to eat dinner and she was complaining and complaining and complaining. And finally, I just had it. And I stood up and I crumpled up my napkin and I threw it at her and I said, Adeline, that's enough. And anger is not my primary emotion. So if you ask my kids, has mom ever gotten angry at you? Did your mom ever get angry at you? I'll say, well, I only remember one time she got angry, and that was at Adeline at the dinner table. This was like the infamous time that I've known for. And I, I stormed off, and I remember going to my room, and I felt so bad that I had raised my voice, that I'd had this aggressive, and of course, the napkin's not going to hurt anybody, but it, it wasn't the napkin. It was the intention and the feeling and the thought behind the napkin, and I could just see the fear and the hurt in my daughter's eyes. And, and I thought, wow 
you know, what am I feeling in this moment right now? And it was so interesting. I felt really helpless. And as I tapped into that and as I did the muscle testing, okay, helplessness, how, how does feeling helpless, maybe I'm feeling helpless as a mom, like I'm feeling helpless that I can't do anything for Adeline. And I decided to do the exercise that I'm going to share with you. And that is, I wrote at the top of the paper, the question, why am I feeling helpless? And then I wrote below, I'm feeling helpless now because dot, dot, dot. And then I wrote the numbers one through seven with a little bit of space in between to do some writing. And the reason why I did that was because I've learned that the answer, the true answer that we're looking for, the root of the emotion we're feeling is usually seven layers deep. Write that down. True root of the emotion that we're feeling is seven layers deep. And first, you know, line number one, I feel helpless because no matter what I do, I feel like Adeline doesn't listen to me. Number two, I feel helpless because as I wrote suddenly around line four or five, something came up that had been going on for me that week that had nothing to do with Adeline. A week I'd been, I'd been serving jury duty and I was called to be a jury member on a trial where a 19 year old girl, a teenage girl was being accused by her mother of a felony of stealing her mom's credit cards and going to Walmart and buying some clothes and makeup. And it was just over the limit where because of the situation, the card that was stolen and the limit that was spent, all the, the things that would, would have been a felony. And she was looking at going to prison for this. And as, as I sat on this jury trial, it became apparent this girl, her parents had gotten divorced when she was young. She got to live with her dad. Her dad had actually been involved in a sex trafficking ring. She had been sex trafficked as a child he had been arrested and she'd been gone to live back with her mom and stepdad. And her mom was very controlling and, and the situation was just horrible. You know, she'd lock her, you know, lock her in the house during the day and have these alarm systems and not let her go. And of course the girl had all these problems from her upbringing. And, and I just had such compassion for the girls. I sat on the trial, but at the end of the day, the other jury members and I had to decide, did she commit the crime or not? <laughs> and she did. There was evidence. There was cameras. There was there was no doubt in anybody's mind that she that she had committed the crime. But none of us wanted to vote her guilty. We all felt so sorry for her. But at the end of the day, our job was to decide if she was guilty or not. As I wrote this exercise after experiencing this anger towards Adeline, towards my daughter, after recognizing that I felt hopeless that this was preventing me from being my highest and best self, accessing my intuition as a mother of how to best serve and help her, which wasn't yelling at her and throwing a napkin. The seventh layer that I wrote was, I feel helpless because today, which I just voted that day on the jury duty today, I had to exercise justice without mercy. And as soon as I wrote that, a flood of emotions came over me. And then I recognized that it wasn't Adeline. <laughs> It was my helplessness from this situation. And then I asked myself, what can I do to feel more empowered in this situation? And I put a plan in a place where I continued to follow up on this girl and called the judge. And he was the one who got to exercise mercy and just made sure that she was okay. And he was a very merciful judge. Thank goodness. But wasn't that interesting? So oftentimes in our life, when we can't access our intuition, whether it be as a mother like that story I described to you, or in our business, or in our personal life, it's because of something that we don't have a conscious awareness of yet. Until you dive deep into the layers, until you write the seven things. And I promise if you do this exercise right, you're going to get to that seventh layer. You're going to get to the root of what's going on. And once you get to the root of what's going on, then you can put a plan into place. Then you can decide what you're going to do. And the releasing technique I love to do, I told you I'd tell you about this, is with tapping. And I simply start by tapping my fingers on the top of my head and saying, spirit and subconscious, release feelings of helplessness I have around exercising justice without mercy today. And then I move my fingers to just above my eyebrow. And as I tap, I say spirit and subconscious, I release feelings of helplessness around having to exercise justice without mercy today. And then I tap under my eye. 
And I say, spirit and subconscious, please release feelings of hopelessness around having to exercise justice and not mercy today. And I tap under my collarbones with both my hands and I say, spirit and subconscious, please help me to release feelings of helplessness I feel today around exercising justice without mercy. And then just take one hand and tap right in the center of my chest, the thymus, that hollow part of my chest, right on the breastbone. And I say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now I take a deep breath in and exhale release. And I let it go. And for me, that's the releasing technique that I use. And it's just about recognizing it and then making the conscious decision to release it and to let it go. And then, of course, you can replace it with other feelings. Actually, the next show that I'm going to be doing, we're going to be talking about replacing these that we're be talking about the three feelings which help you to be able to enhance your intuition the positive emotions it's really important that you recognize the negative emotions first it's really important that you be able to release those so i highly suggest that if you're feeling blocked in a certain area if you're feeling confused if you aren't trusting yourself if you aren't being able to access your intuition, ask yourself, is it fear? Is it hopelessness or is it hopelessness that's preventing you from accessing this? Do the muscle test just to make sure. And then once you figure out which emotion it is, do that writing exercise. I feel afraid because, or I feel helpless because, or I feel hopeless because. And then write one through seven and see what comes up for you. And usually the first one's the one that you've been telling yourself, but then as you dig deeper and deeper and deeper, you get to the real reason. And then use the releasing technique like tapping. And again, you can look this up online, but it's really simple. I just start with my head and then above my eyebrow, below my eye, uh, below my collarbone. And as I tap those places, I just say, spirit and subconscious, please release feelings of fear around whatever it is or feelings of hopelessness around whatever that number seven was for you or feelings of helplessness around this and then end by the thank you, thank you, thank you on the breastbone. So when we come back, Lori Richens is going to be sharing her formula for being able to access intuition, the three F's that she's noticed. We're going to hear the end of her story on what happened at Michael's when she felt like she should go home and she didn't go home. And uh, she will be sharing her wisdom and guidance with us. But over this break, I just would suggest figure out which emotion has been keeping you from accessing your intuition. Maybe even begin doing this writing exercise that will help serve you to be able to access your intuition and gain more confidence and clarity in your life. When we come back, more on Spotlight. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get amplified. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. Today's show has been so profound, so amazing, talking about the 
the, the emotions that keep us from accessing our intuition tools and how to be able to release those. And uh, intuition is such an important part of life. Intuition, if you can tap into your intuition, you will never be confused. You will always know what to do. You will have confidence and trust in yourself and your life and your situation. And the other great thing about tapping your intuition is when you use your intuition, you know that nothing that you do, no choice that you make is ever wrong. Whatever choice you make is the right choice for you, whether it has the results that you had thought it would have or not. You can just trust yourself. You can live in this life of uh, trust. You don't have to, to have doubt and fear. So really glad that you're taking the time to join us today, listening to the show, not only for yourself and being able to access that intuition to gain greater clarity in your life, but also for the people in your family and the people in your friend circle, the people that you serve through your business. Because when you access your intuition, it definitely impacts and blesses the lives of people around you. And I wanted to, to turn some time over to Lori to share with us the ending of her story about when she was in Michael's and got that feeling that she should go home. And I think last we heard, Lori, you weren't <laughs> listening to that prompting because you didn't want to feel foolish, but you also have three Fs that keep us from moving to um, intuition. So I just wanted to give you the time to share the result of that story and the things that you've learned about intuition. Thank you. A mother's intuition can be um, the deciding factor between life and death. I mean, let's really mark that in our minds. A mother's intuition can be the deciding factor between life and death. And so we must learn to act upon that intuition and trust it. And so here I was in Michael's and I had my shopping cart with multiple items in it. And once again, that feeling came to me, which I think intuition and inspiration are a bridge that we need to walk back and forth on. They're so closely linked. And once again, I had that feeling that I needed to go home. It took too much time before I finally surrendered to this prompting and I finally just left my cart and I left the items in it. I didn't even put them back on the shelf and I drove home. And when I drove home and ended up speaking to my husband, I discovered that my little boy had somehow gotten out of the house with my husband unaware and he almost got hit by a car on the road in front of our home. And um, I realized that the same time he had slipped out and the same time he had been put in this dangerous situation, I was already kind of in a preliminary state of being prompted to leave so that I could have encountered and prevented that from happening. Now, of course, he wasn't struck and he was intercepted and he was fine. But that was one of the beginning stages where I learned to always trust that feeling that I had. So the first F in preventing us from following our intuition is when you feel foolish, when it doesn't seem to make sense. The second F for me is when I have an investment in something, I don't want to forfeit that investment. So once I've already put money into something or time or effort, and then I start feeling like I need to, to make a change, sometimes when you don't want to forfeit that investment, it keeps you where you, sh where you are instead of where you should be. And I have a simple story about being, um, I went with my daughter Elizabeth when she was a teenager to a movie and we were sitting in the theater, which means I had invested in the tickets for this movie. And it seemed like it was going to be a positive experience for the two of us. And it turned out just within 10 minutes in the show, it was completely inappropriate. It did not um, have a theme that uh, I felt comfortable with. And so I had this feeling, you need to just get up and leave. You've got your daughter with you and you are setting the example for her. But I hesitated a bit. I had an investment in these tickets that I had purchased for this show. Thankfully, I had enough of a history to where I knew to just trust that instinct. I got up, I took Elizabeth out, and on my way out, I saw this big poster on the wall, and there was a show that was currently being um, uh, broadcast in this theater that I'd never heard of before, and it seemed a bit appealing. Something drew me to it, so I went back to the box office, and I said, can we just go in that theater instead? And so they let us slip into that, and it turned out to be one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen, and it only took a few minutes minutes of us sitting in those new seats 
for me to feel this warm kind of soothing feeling that we were in the right place at the right time and something really lovely was unfolding. That movie was called Amazing Grace. It's a, it's a really powerful and factual film. I'd recommend it for anyone. The third experience that I had was a prompting that I had very strongly that we needed to move from our current home to another home. This home was huge. It was much bigger than what we needed, and the home in which we lived was completely paid off, and in order for us to move into this other home, we'd have to go into debt again. It did not make sense, and frankly, my husband was very afraid. He's a CPA. We're very budget-conscious. Um, he was afraid to get back into debt when we had labored so long to be out of debt. And so that third F was lack of faith, lack of faith. But the feeling would not go away. And finally, after more pondering and praying with my husband about what we should do, we both felt that we needed to move forward into that. And this home in which we live now has been a huge blessing. I ended up having a women's retreat here, and now my daughter and her family are going to move into us for into our home for a period of time, and this extra space is going to be perfect. But we had a goal to be completely out of debt, and um, the fear, the lack of faith was, how are we going to purchase this bigger home and then um, get out of debt again as quickly as possible? So I put on my vision board that we would be completely out of debt by September 20. 22. And I just found out yesterday, it is September 2020. And I just found out yesterday from my husband that we have the funds in the bank to get us out of debt now. So the point that I'm trying to make, I just want to wrap this up. Sometimes we uh, don't follow our intuition because we feel foolish. We we need to forfeit some kind of investment or we lack faith. And so the tools I want to offer are this. When you start having inspiration or intuition, you need to trust the process. You need to trust that intuition and act on it. Number two, you need to surrender whatever schedule you're in, whatever um, intention that you already have for your life. You have to be willing to give that up so that you can move forward with this higher um, purpose now that's unfolding in your life. And the third thing, the third tool to make intuition more effective is to mark the moment, journal it, tell your children, do something to make sure that you pass on the evidence that your intuition will spare you trouble or bless you in some way. When you mark that moment and you make it more real for yourself and your posterity, they're more likely to act on it themselves. And again, remembering always that intuition can sometimes be as critical as saving a life. And it could have saved my son earlier had we not been blessed with something else intercepting him in the meantime. So thank you, Allison, for giving me a chance to share those stories and to encourage people to act on their intuition. It will bless them immensely when they do. Thank you so much, Lori. And what powerful examples. And hopefully as you're listening to this show, you're thinking about the times in your life when you did follow your intuition, the times in your life when you had that prompting or that feeling and the times you did move forward and and work on those. And maybe there's some things in your life right now that you've been feeling like you need to move forward, that you've been feeling like you need to do. Uh, There's so many stories that I could share with you about moving forward with intuition. And the thing is, there's so many times when I haven't done it, but I don't know what would have happened had I followed my intuition. You know, Lori, you shared a story where you didn't follow your intuition. You came home and you realized, wow, this could have had a devastating impact. And it taught you, yeah, I'm going to follow through on my intuition. I'm going to do those things. So if there's one thing that you take away from this show today, I hope it's this. I hope that you take away with you the resolve to follow through on something that you feel that you're supposed to be doing, that you act on that. And talk about the three eyes to intuition. And number one is to create an intention, figure out what it is you want. Number two, an inquiry. And then number three, inspired action. So figure out your intention, turn it into a question, then act on it. But here's the thing about intuition is that faith without works is dead. You can think all day long about going to the gym 
can think about the workout you're going to do. Heck, you can even drive to the gym. But if you never pick up the weight, if you never walk over to the exercise equipment and actually sit down and start doing the exercises, you aren't going to see the results. And intuition is the same. Everybody was born with intuition. You were born with the ability to tap into your subconscious. You were born with that blueprint inside of you, and it's still there for your happiness and success. But if you don't start and continue to act on the feelings that you get, no matter how foolish they may make you feel like Lori was talking about, no matter how afraid you are, and if you don't start acting on those things, then you aren't going to strengthen your intuitive muscle. So what is one thing today you've been feeling like you should do that you can follow through on? And it's important to realize, too, where intuition comes from. So just identify when you get a feeling, that intuitive feeling like you're supposed to do something. Is it a feeling in your stomach? Is it, is it a feeling in your heart? Where does that come from? And for those of you wanting more information on intuition or to attend one of our Soul Intuition workshops coming up, then just email me, allison at soulintuition.com. Just email me, allison at soulintuition.com. That's S-O-U-L intuition.com. And me or my team will send you some information on how you can attend an upcoming workshop, how you can learn more tools and techniques to strengthen your intuition so that you can live a life of clarity and trust, so that you can live a life where you know that any decision you make is the right decision because you've followed your intuition. Until next week, I'm Allison Larson. Thank you so much, Lori Richens, for being here. And uh, next time we'll be learning about the three emotions that will help you enhance your intuition. See you next week. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.